We begin with the letter A. A is for... M is for murder. E is for... Danger! And, uh... Dodge. With... Monster. Help! Love me and be... Please help! Yeah. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Is For Podcast. My name is Sarge, and I'm going to be the captain of this ship today. Joining me on this episode is my first mate, Monster. Hello, Monster. Heidi-ho. Heidi-ho, that's the best you got. Um, I think that's the yeah. best you get. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best you deserve. Apparently, it is the best I deserve. Now, can easily outdo the first mate is the man that swabs the poop deck all the time. Give it up for danger. Hi-oh. I see. I see that- him do it. He's got an incredible technique. Yeah. Yep. I'm also good at uh, making a mess on said poop deck, but you know. <laughs> they named it after me. Uh, if it was named after you, it'd be called a dump deck. <laughs> So this episode of the Is For Podcast is going to be a little bit different than what you're used to. We're still going to talk about the letter I, but it's going to be for the Icarus Project. Or for those people who are unfamiliar with the Icarus Project is, how about interstellar space travel? That's what we're going to now talk we're about. talking. So is it I for Icarus or I for interstellar? It could be both. Okay. All right. <laughs> it can okay. be both. Just Good one. answer. It's just, yeah. it's just going to be a bunch of I's today. Yeah. <laughs> all eyes on you, Sarge. Uh, I Captain. All eyes on deck, Captain Asshole. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, Captain. Captain Get Sarge. your eyes <laughs> off my deck. <laughs> so the Icarus Project was funded back in 2002 by a bunch of uh, 501c3 nonprofit organizations, some hedge fund managers, and private donations for the sole attempt to figure out what it's going to take to travel to another star system, maybe even to Mars. They really don't know. Their job is just to figure out what it's going to take. It's headed up by a bunch of, uh, uh, a bunch of, I, I want to say scientists, but some of them aren't. Um, there's, uh, let's see, what was his name? Did I written down? Uh, a musician activist. Apparently you could be a musician activist. Bon was fire. it Bono? Was it Bono? No. <laughs> it was Bono. No, it's uh, Bonfire Madigan Sheave and a counselor and activist, Will Hall, became key members of the Icarus Project Administration and oh, Development. Okay, look, look, let let me and me and Danger are a little bit more music savvy. That is Bono using it's, an alias. It, it, if Bono were to use an alias, it would be Bonfire. Come on. And and that other person you mentioned, that's probably Eddie Vedder. I don't know for sure, but probably. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say no, but Bonfire is definitely Bono. Absolutely. Yeah. So this, the, the Icarus Project is kind of close, uh, held close to the chest, if you will. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of the best way to say this. If you want to join your local Icarus Project chapter. You can find them in Asheville, North Carolina, uh, Anchorage, that checks Alaska. out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia, Boston, Massachusetts, uh, Arkansas, Illinois, California. It's called the 
wildflower movement in California. That's what this is called. I did find that out. So I, you just made me think of something that I hadn't thought about in a long time, but you never hear anybody say, if you want to join somebody else's local, whatever. So <laughs> if I want to join somebody else's local uh, Icarus project, I'm going to go to Atlanta. So, all right, go on. <laughs> uh, well, Asheville's closer. Yeah, it is. It is. But... By three hours. Yeah. Yeah, but th- I've I've met people from Asheville, so you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not nice gonna to say, I'm not going to say you're wrong, Monster. Bunch yeah. of sandal-wearing granola crunchers. Wow. Okay. So, oh, okay. I said what I said. Like, for I've never heard somebody make granola sound derogatory. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that racist is there some sort of slang racism for granola <laughs> i'm i don't know if there was but i think you just made it that way so for the feasibility of the icarus project they needed to figure out how things in space work and Seems i like learned a, a lot i know but i learned a lot and i have i have pulled up the most widely accepted interstellar travel um, agreements between uh, the scientific community and some of this stuff I was I, I just didn't know um, to uh, as of uh, 2022 five uncrewed spaceships have been launched by the United States all five have been launched by the United States um, and have achieved escape velocity required to leave the solar system so we've already launched some uh, some probes out there. Okay. But what are the difference just, between those probes and just like other probes that we've launched? I'm going to I'm I'm going to try to get to that. Okay. Cuz this is like I I got to be very careful in the order I give these facts cuz like I learned that uh that if you do things light... in the wrong order the spaceship blows up. <laughs> just the just saying. <laughs> That the correct term, how do you measure distance in space, monster? What? I don't know. How would I know that? Why would I I'm know I'm just that? saying. Danger. Light years. Light years. Wrong. Oh. Wrong. <laughs> a light year is a measurement of time, I realized, and that the correct term is an AU, an astrological, uh, astronom- yeah, astronomical unit. Okay, so... Help me understand this. If you say it's a measurement of time, then yes. if they say something is, I don't know, 42 light years long, are they saying it's like, it's just a really long time? I mean, okay. So I had to well, scroll down on. to get to this answer. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. Before you go any further, I don't even really know why we're discussing this because Andrew Bashago <laughs> with Project Pegasus already accomplished time travel. Okay. We we'd already discussed this. I and explained this to you last season. <laughs> if you want to know the truth about time travel, go back to next last season. You just you're like you just plug us. <laughs> you plug yeah, us. You us. <laughs> well, what else do you want me to plug on this show? Other shows. <laughs> <laughs> so the distance between planets in the solar system as measured in astronomical units uh, defined as the average distance between the sun and earth, some 1.5 times 10 to the eighth kilometers or 93 million miles. 
Venus is the closest planet to Earth at a 0.28 AU. Neptune is the farthest from the sun with a 29.8 AU. I need it in freedom measurements. Can you give me that and how many freedoms it is? No, because I didn't break it down like that. Okay. How many football fields is it? A light year. The distance between stars is usually expressed in light years, being that light years is defined as the distance that light travels in a vacuum in one Julian year. What, what? I need to know, bald eagle feather tip to bald <laughs> eagle feather tip, how long are we talking? Okay. Um, the Julian year, why are we applying the Julian calendar to, to this? I mean, my brain already hurts. Like Julian There's, fries? Is this a culinary no, thing? No, it's not Julianne. It's, okay, I'm not even going to. Who's Julianne? I didn't bring her up. That's just, ugh. I knew this was going to be a painful episode, oh, but we're just going to get through it. Oh, it already hurts. It already hurts. Oh, I wanted to, but, and I wanted to make sure I was ready for this conversation, so I literally did no research. Oh, I, I didn't. Had, I, I did none either. I was expecting I'm, you to, Monster, because you were in the text exchange. You were like, should I do research? And I was expecting that to be like, I'm going to go ahead and do it. And I was like, look, I'm going to go in completely un, you know, unprepared. And now I feel unprepared for life with AUs and freedom tips. And I don't just, yeah. Look, I learned everything I needed to know from Andrew Bashago. All of this stuff Sarge is talking about is BS. I hope that okay. anybody listening, I, I hope that your brain doesn't hurt as much as ours because you don't have to, you don't have to try to put this all together in there. But uh, Captain, I'm not going to call you Sarge tonight. Tonight you are Captain. Um, That's great. Yeah, now, you are me... labeled Captain. Please. <laughs> all right. Monster, how fast did the Millennium Falcon do the Kessel Run? Oh, is it 28 parsecs? Danger. Eight. Eight parsecs. Eight. Oh, man. Now, a parsec is a real unit of measurement. Yes. But it's not of of distance, right? No. (laughs) One parsec is 3.26 light years. And it is approximately, uh, let's see here. Where's it at? I had it. I have it written down just, just, just for you guys. Okay. 5.879 trillion miles. That's big. That's big. That's real big. Pretty big. That's what she said. (laughs) So our closest, our closest star is, oh my gosh. 268,332 AU or 4.24 light years. Now, help me understand that because you say our closest star, our closest star to our solar system, our galaxy, or because our closest star is actually closest the sun. star to your ass sitting here on Earth. That, that That's the sun. That's technically is the sun, but when they say that, Which they're is talking eight about light Fox, minutes. Plus and Curry. It's eight light minutes from us. Yes, it is. Yeah. I know that. One AU. <laughs> cool. It, they're it's, talking it's, about it's Proxima one, Centauri. It's one astronaut away. <laughs> yeah. That's the next trip. We're going to shoot an astronaut into the sun. We yeah. already went to the moon. Well, is, Stanley Kubrick went to the moon. Is it's it time to go to the sun? Is it exploration or punishment? I don't know. We'll find out. So, Project Pegasus is actually 
I'm sorry. God, look what you made. Yeah. Me. Project Icarus. <laughs> Project Icarus. One has of come us. up with One a, of us. a few proposed methods to send probes and whatnot, different types of ships to, into space. The first are called uh, slow un, uncrewed probes, which sound exactly like it is. Uncrewed it's like um, C R E W. Yes, okay. like Voyager. I, right, they just sent an unmanned probe out into space. See, then I went to Star Trek Voyager, and I was like, there was a crew on Star Trek Voyager, but I mm. understand. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna fly my uh, nerd fast, That's fine. Fast uncrewed probes, which uh, consist of nano probes, which have not been developed yet, but they're kind of hoping to be developed by uh, twenty one hundred. Year twenty one hundred. Oh sure, sure. Yeah, they uh, got seventy three years. Like that's not fair. You can't be like, hey, I'm going to write the greatest novel you've ever read. It's coming out in eighty nine years, but it's going to be there. You're going to love it. We're all going to be dead. No one's going to know. Okay, so you're telling me that Project Icarus they invest money in hope. Yes, yes they do, they, right. and sink money into nanotechnology. I can find other ways to blow my money. Andrew Bashago showed up with a picture of him at the Gettysburg Address. Okay. He had hard, real facts. He also uh, said he was going to be in Congress. 2024, baby. It's coming. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so they're talking about slow crude missions where it's, they don't know how long it's going to take to get a crude ship into space and on its way to the outer reaches of the galaxy. They're also talking generation ships, which putting families on a ship and uh, letting them uh, intermingle through the years. But how do we know that they would have enough kids that would, those kids would have enough kids to. We're going to get to that in a minute. Okay. Some of the questions we're going to ask. Okay. Suspended animation, which we've all seen movies on how that ends. Uh, frozen in embryos. I believe that was done in the latest Aliens franchise. Was it Prometheus? I don't know. I hated those those aliens. Well, ones. I was ah. going to say the the um, the first one you said about freezing and sleeping. Um, that was in Aliens. That's how Aliens ended, and Alien Three started. Yes. Yep. Cryogenic island, yes, island, island hopping through interstellar space. I have no idea what that means. There's only like two lines on it, so we're gonna we're gonna make uh uh we're gonna take some guesses and uh, some hypotheses on those ones soon. Is there anything about being frozen in carbonite? No, but they're talking about time dilation. I'll talk about event horizon tile stuff. Look, all this dilating and probing is making me a little uncomfortable. Next thing you're going to tell me is they're going to have this like special lube for the spacecrafts or something. It's feeling <laughs> it's, weird. It's uh, interplanetary lubrication. Yeah. Wow. wow. That really just rolled right off your tongue. Like you, is that patent pending? Like, are you working on that? I am not going to say anything more. Fair enough. Fair enough. Not going to say anything else. So those are the those are the types of ships they're talking about trying to put out there. 
Now, the engines, everyone has pretty much uh, um, agreed that either giant wind sails or um, what's it called? Uh, nuclear fusion or fission is going to be the way to go. Uh, they're also talking about beam propulsion, which there's only been a few uh, lines on that. That I haven't, I haven't really been able to find too much stuff that I can wrap my head around. The biggest one that they agree on is a type of magnetic sail. Yeah. I, I was thinking about what you just said about, you know, you're trying to wrap your head around that one particular thing. Um, I haven't understood 78% of this conversation. I am. I'm, I'm just going through the nuts and bolts real quick. And then I'm going to get onto my questions. I don't. How can I answer the questions if I don't understand the material teacher? Because the material is kind of straightforward. If you'd stop drinking alcohol. Hey, hey, hey. Oh. I have a Coca-Cola bottle. Okay. With rum in it, with, with Jack in it. There's nothing in this bottle but Coca-Cola. And uh-huh. I just have a yellow cup. Just it's just a yellow cup. <laughs> it's just there's not anything anything in here. I'm just pretending like I'm drinking. Yeah. So the last thing that I, I think we need to, to talk about real quick before I start asking the question is did you know that there is actually a time desynchronization in space. If you have absolutely no follow-up questions, yes, I know all about it. <laughs> no, there's no follow-up questions. So, <laughs> nailed it. The math that I have found on this from the NASA website specifically states, uh, in the unclassified versions of it at least, that six of uh, 40 years in space the closer you get to light speed is 60,000 years have passed on earth. It's and so in the, that wasn't wrong in interstellar, the movie. No, it was not. All right, cool. That's what I should have done to research this. I should have watched that movie again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, liked it. Don't really have a need to watch it again. I don't remember much. Remember, I remember an old lady in a bookshelf. An old lady in a bookshelf. I think. I think I just gave away the ending. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it was. I think you gave away the beginning, the middle, and the end. I don't. I don't know. That's true. But that's. But just want you guys know that old lady in a bookshelf is my new acoustic album coming out next week. Keep an eye out for it. (laughs) That's gonna be my death metal band. (laughs) Wow, polar opposites on the. I like it. I like it. but see, like, I'm actually going to do acoustic covers of his death metal songs. <laughs> I thought he was doing death metal covers of your acoustic songs. We've lost track at this point. <laughs> we have. So here's my question. If Danger, Sarge, and Monster were put in charge of manning, creating a roster for the arc ship, we'll call them arc ships because we're going to go with the, we're going to have to go with like a generational sh- uh, ship type deal. Okay. Um, who would we put on it? Just broad, broad spectrum, not by name if we don't have to. You know, what amenities would we make sure that we're on there? How would we set it up to be run? Because mm. we're just like average Joes, right? We're, I have no degree in, in, and, and space anything. I barely have a degree at all. 
Hospitality counts. Don't cut yourself short. It it does count. You're right. It's been well documented. It took me four years to get a two year degree. <laughs> um. All right. So who would open up like famous or not famous? Just in general, like who would you pick to put on that? my mom? No. Um. So. <laughs> Uh no, um, I was gonna pick your mom. It's <laughs> fair. It's fair. Honestly, I I don't know because if am I on the ship? If you want to be, okay. So, <laughs> am I a generational asset or issue? <laughs> uh, You're an issue no matter where you are. That's fair. An asset's that's fair. a questionable item. That's fair. You had the first part of that word right, but I think the second part of the word you're looking for is whole. <laughs> mm. All right. All right. I uh I don't know. I, I honestly don't know because it's like who would I put on the ship? Is this like a thing that if I tell them they do it, or are they a willing participant? Well, I mean like if like if, if I was to put people if you were to ask me, hey Steven, we need to uh we need to go ahead and start filling out a roster. What type of people do we want to put on this art ship? Well, I want to make sure like the athletes are not going to be needed. Not, not, not no. near as much. Correct. No. So we're going to fill it up with the smartest people I know. So you two are out. No kidding. Um, I, I just feel like we should fill it with, you know, people that are more intelligent than athletically inclined to start. But yet we still need a few. For what? Well, because when you get to wherever you're going, you're going to need to build settlements of some sort, right? You're going to need people that are so, physically have have uh, top tier physical attributes to hunt and gather and, like you said, like build the right structures. So so, so uh, Sarge or Captain or whoever you are today, you you're uh, you're very. Uh, I don't know, schizophrenic with your names lately. Um, but no, you actually would be somebody that would be like, you know what? Um, he has a lot of uh, things that are going to really bring stuff to the table. And uh, uh, Monster, um, do they have a guitar on the board, uh, on board of the ship? I was getting ready to say, you need, you need art. You need someone who can create music, who can write poetry. You need, you need, you need a monster's touch. I would be very useful. All right. So, so all three Just of don't us, ask me to carry anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm not giving you a hammer or a box to carry. Oh God, no, please. No. Okay. So all three of us get on board the ship, like going across, across the, the, the galaxy on the way to find a new planet. Do we continue the podcast that we're not going to release to anybody? Or are we just going to shelve them for the people to listen to when they get there? At know. any moment we'll now, Sarge is getting ready to respond with that clip from Billy Madison. At no point did you come <laughs> even close to answering the question. <laughs> we are all dumber for hearing your response. May We're God not... have mercy on your soul. But you're still sitting here, and that's what matters. <laughs> it, it is what matters. It, it, it is what matters. And, and as, as it pertains to the podcast, as long as those people will go to podbean.com slash danger Sarge, and sign up for uh, their free month of, of podcasting service, we could keep doing this all the time. But when they're aboard that ship, those terms and conditions still apply. And so <laughs> they, they need they to make sure they read the, the fine print. Yeah. 
So as soon as we uh, establish our new settlement on Centaurian 7, uh, go to your favorite podcast streaming <laughs> side of choice, and there we are. <laughs> All right, so who Sarge, to, I want to actually, I'm going to throw it back to you. I'm going to throw that same question back to you because I, I was the only one that answered it. Monster did not. <laughs> Monster didn't even I, participated, know. <laughs> I participated in your answer. That's good enough. My non answer? Yeah. Well, having, having to staff a arc style ship that is going to be generational, or you're either going to be generational or you're going to have to leapfrog in and out of stasis like alternate with people it's really hard to do because you have to have the scientific minds right you got to have your builders you got to have your farmers you got to have your your um maintenance folks you got to have your security personnel and unfortunately you're going to have to have like a, a military presence aboard said vessel and you're going to have to stage them out in such a way that, like, set them up into thirds, like two thirds stay asleep and one third's awake. And every like 10 years, you have to alternate or something like that. You either do that or you just let them all multiply like rabbits and hope to God your infrastructure can hold up. Because what are bored people going to do? They're going to create crime and have sex. It's what they're going to do. Sometimes the, the sex is the crime. I just, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> Look, we, all you're we're not describing talking. all you're describing is a typical Thursday night. What do you what is, what is this astronomical levity you have here? All the the only difference is I'm not floating through space. space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, depending on what you did before you started the crimes and <laughs> debauchery, <laughs> maybe you are floating a little. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. The you know you have to figure out MWR. So like what, what monster said was kind of right. You know, you got to do something for morale. Yeah. You, you, you got to have stuff like movies and games. And unfortunately you're going to have to have like, I hate to say this, but like stars on there, like musicians and stuff like that. Only bad thing is, is when you're on a ship that says it's going to take like 60,000, you know, 60,000 years to reach where it's gonna be, you got well. You, skills, perishable skills, are gonna fall to the wayside because there's no trees to cut down on a spaceship. No, but depending on where that spaceship lands, yeah, true. But it's a perishable skill. But it is also a teachable skill. It would be okay. hard to teach. It would be hard to teach such a skill on a spaceship that does not have active growing trees on it. But there have been movies where a ship has like a forest area that's been recreated with vegetation. Are you telling me that in, let's just go with 60,000 years, the generational ship that you're talking about, that in 60,000 years, cutting down a tree with an ax is going to be a lost skill? So will disassembling and cleaning a rifle. God, I hope house. so, because all of those things sound hard. Painting a wall, which we all know Monster can't do. Sa- Sarah, as of right this second, Sarah is painting our bedroom, and she's doing it right now because I'm in here doing this, and I can't uh, mess it up. I'm sure she would rather you be in there doing this than holding a paintbrush. Exactly. She's a very smart woman. 
<laughs> she's oh yeah, she's perfect. She's on the boat. Yeah, <laughs> I put her on the boat. <laughs> I mean, but just and, imagine and, and Casey's mom. Uh, imagine all the perishable skills that would be lost on a generational ship. Okay, another another person that you guys are have neglected to mention is a nutrition specialist, someone who knows the best nutrients for the the crew and and the populace to eat to sustain life. You know, nah, if you get somebody nah. on there that's just serving the the crew hot pockets, they're all going to be dead in twenty years. Hot pockets, not nah, like gonna just have this new civilization that boarded an ark ship sixty thousand years across the galaxy. We're gonna wally it like right there towards wally. the end, and we're gonna land as like fat people in jumpsuits that can't walk a mile. That's I assume cool. by the time this ship is ready to take off, that is what our population is going to look like already. <laughs> that is that that's probably going to be accurate. I mean, I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to. Twenty one hundreds, not that far away, folks. Some people are going to live to see it. I don't. I don't want to be one of those. Nobody on this show. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just I'm. I'm going to get bored before then. I'm hell. I'm bored now. You know. It's just. Let's hurry it up. One of <laughs> one of the uh, one of the other things we'd have to figure out how to overcome is how to create artificial gravity. Okay. So, all right. Was it um, Space Odyssey where they had the the rotating thing ring, like the like yeah. the 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 living hub was on a rotating ring, right? Yeah, that did it. I mean, can't we do something like that? I don't know. I'm mean, I'm sure we could, but how? Can you imagine how fast we would have to like spin it? Okay, in, okay. in space, gravity? there's no resistance, so it really would. Yeah, can hear you scream. Yeah, all right. What you say? Nothing. Don't worry about it. So, <laughs> okay, this is going to be either something that makes you guys go, "Huh, good point," or you're both going to go, "That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard." But just, I'm going to go just, stupid. I'm going to yeah. reserve my judgment. All right. I was going to say, go ahead and do the over-under. Right. Um, no. So they have those... Um, gosh. I, I, all I can remember seeing it on recently was a, a Jackass movie where they put them in like a plane and they do something that creates the sensation of zero gravity. Yes, and they're they like hovering in the air. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you might have already answered my question. Um <laughs> Because I was going to ask, why can't they just do the opposite of that to don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. I told you up front, this could be stupid. That's off the table. Okay. You can't make fun of me now. All right. <laughs> I, I agreed. This could be I, stupid. I was going to let you finish. I was going to let you finish. I, I'm pretty much finished. Just I, judging by your reaction. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get a satisfactory answer. It's it's a well, bad idea. I mean, so so Just how they straight up zero g? <laughs> how they do zero g on Earth is they have a plane climb, 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 and then all of a sudden it nosedives, and it creates the sensation of zero gravity for. Okay. I think it's like twelve or fourteen seconds, and then they have to level out and they have to do it wow. again. So to do that in the reverse. <laughs> They would have to go free fall and then straight up 
not break gravity, and then come right back down again. For millions of light years. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, so you I've... are you are essentially taking a we'll say a 40 year trip and you're making it like 600 years because they're constantly going up and down. So what you're telling me is this is a bad idea. Uh, I'm not going to say no, it's a bad idea. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. There's no such thing as stupid questions, but there is such a thing as stupid people. And uh, I'm, I'm walking the line. <laughs> All right, Johnny cash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just the research, the research into the Icarus project and interstellar space travel is 100% theoretical. So it's a bunch of people sitting around getting drunk, playing the what if game. And there's obviously people with so much money on their hands that they could privately invest in this. And it'd be okay. So I have not found in my research, you guys may have found it because obviously, uh, Danger knew how many light years away or AUs away the sun was. That's just something I've known for a long time. So maybe he's already Googled it and stuff, but it's like we already have uh what is it? Uh oh my god, Elon Musk company. What is it called? SpaceX. Uh, space, SpaceX. Yeah. SpaceX. Why would Tesla yeah. be and Tesla is floating around in space? So somewhere. It's it's space debris at this point. Huh. Um uh, they're uh, already talking about doing this the person tesla no no there no <laughs> he launched a tesla car into space several years oh, ago yeah yeah and it's did you not David watch Bowie. that old musky it's not playing david bowie right now that battery's probably dead oh probably probably but i think <laughs> it's great that david bowie played tesla in a movie and now a tesla is playing david bowie in space <laughs> <laughs> Tesla's playing David. Bowie. I wonder if they put solar chargers on it. I just saw a two-ton uh, car with so. a lightning bolt over one headlight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this has been a <laughs> this, this has is... been a this has been a stellar episode. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's yeah. a that's a space joke. That's a space, a space joke. joke. I think I need some more space from that. Sarge, do you want to take us on? <laughs> I want to take us on. I need All space right. away. <laughs> so if we so we know how we would kind of man it if it was left to us. And we'd all we each house obviously have our different priorities on, on how we would man it and what we would put on the ship. Would you allow alcohol on a ship? Um yes. Ooh, that's uh, a good question. I, I don't know. I would, because I mean, all right. I feel like you give people alcohol and it becomes a survival of the fittest at a certain point because you're going to have the stupid weed themselves out and you don't want the stupid making it to the end destination in a situation like this. But if you pick stupid people to put on the ship to begin with, the alcohol helps find them. Like you may not have known they were there. And suddenly the alcohol, did they just sneak aboard? No, you picked the people because you thought they were smart, but they put on a good front. I don't know. How trusting are you? Do you just look at someone and be like, Hey, are you smart? Yeah. All right. Get on the boat. 
Are you smart? No. All right, get out of here. I don't know. I'm doing the show with you, so I'm pretty damn trusting. <laughs> and not very smart. That's the whole point. And guess what? <laughs> We're all on alcohol. <laughs> it's true. I'm not. I'm not. I'm saving my liver. Do you okay. say on alcohol? He, he did. He did. He did say on alcohol. So, um, so okay, you don't give alcohol, but do you give them, like, you know, instructions on how to make the alcohol once they get to the destination? Well, I'm sure if we're on a generational ship, it's going to get made illegally anyways. It'll be like Prohibition era. Probably. I can guarantee that somebody Ooh, on that ship knows. People are making moonshine in the toilet. Yeah. I mean, they make prison we wine, literally, so why we, not make space wine? We literally just spent 10 minutes discussing, like, which kind of brilliant minds and physiques we would put on the ship. And within 10 minutes later, they've all devolved into toilet hooch making monsters. Like right. what? Gonna, that, that was a real quick divulge. Well, I'm that's gonna what's going to happen on this ship. So, so you're I'm better gonna, off just packing a couple of Michelob ultra cases and just let them have a beer every once in a while. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to tell you the story about a guy. I'm going to change his name to David. I'm not going to tell you his actual name. David was a soldier in my unit when I deployed to Iraq once. Is his oh, oh yeah, this is, this, is, this is Ken. I know Ken. Go ahead. No, this guy's name is David. This is what I'm going to call him. It's David. <laughs> David. David had his master's in, I want to say it was in like, like astrophysics and engineering or some crap like that. Like super brilliant kid, totally stupid, did not go officer core. Went into the enlisted. You just followed Tully Stupid after Connor Blaine. Okay, just go on. Just want to make sure that yeah. I heard it right. All right. Here's why. Because while we were deployed, I saw him on multiple occasions piss into the wind. For last? Figuratively or literally? Literally. And couldn't okay, figure out great. why his boots were getting wet. Okay, so he did do it for less. All right. No. And then one day, I watched him. It was about 115 degrees outside. And he's standing on a metal trailer with a wooden chalk block. Do you know what chalk block is, ladies and gents? The thing you put under tires? Yeah, keep them rolling backwards. Yeah, triangle, long triangle, put under wheels. Or yeah. or a block of wood, in the Army's case, because we're cheap. All right. Can't, can't afford a saw to cut it into a triangle. No. And what I saw Char doing, right, is, is this guy would pick up this block, and he'd hold it arm's length above his head, standing on top of a three-foot-tall trailer, and he would drop it. He would look at it. He would pick up his pencil and notebook, and he would write something down. And then he'd pick up another chalk block, and he'd hold it, and he'd drop it. And we watched him do this, rinse and repeat, for about four hours in 115-degree weather on a metal trailer. Who's the dummy now? And finally, I got fed up. And I asked him what he was doing. After four hours, he got fed up. Yeah. Because okay. at first it was amusing. Then it was just sad. And then it was frustrating. Okay. This guy is literally just trying to pass the time. And it is pissing him off. Yeah. <laughs> so I walk up to him and I ask him, what are you doing? And he looks at me and he goes, well, Sarge. He goes, I'm trying to see how often the chalk block falls to one side. He's conducting an experiment with a wooden chalk block in the middle of a combat zone in the middle of a desert. Yep. I mean, guy had a past time. 
Moral of the story is I would put David on the Ark ship before I put you on the Ark ship. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And actually, I'm going to go with, with Monster, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> because David can spend four hours completely zoned in on, <laughs> on finding the, the probability of a block falling to one side or the other. You get angry. <laughs> well, yes, and hey, hey, you've got sixty thousand years that to find block something is to do only with your to the right so many times in sixty thousand years. But here's the thing with them: is I was like, there are so many other things you could be doing. You could be cleaning your rifle. You could be helping us. You could be helping one of your battle buddies get a vehicle up and running. Why are the, why is nobody giving you something to do? I said, if you're so damn smart, why did you enlist? Why didn't you go officer corps? I'm with David on this. <laughs> Dropping a block and writing down notes sounds way better than fixing your car or whatever. Okay. I, actually, I would have more fun fixing the car, but, you know, I was just talking about for the, the simple passing time. From my personal experience, if I was trying to help Sarge fix a car, I would be berated, made fun no, of. I would, would be not. yelled at. Nope. If I'm over here dropping a block, I'm just having a good old time. Just dropping. You're a block. getting yelled at if you're doing that instead of helping. You, I know you. We've hung out a lot. You'll yell at me either way. No, I won't. I'll make you hold a Lies. flashlight like I do my children. Like, hey, hold the flashlight, point it here. See, not over here, stupid. I, over here. Exactly that tone right there. You don't have to raise your voice. It's still yelling. <laughs> it's still yelling. It's, I don't know. I mean, it's, trying to figure this out is obviously above my pay grade. It's above Monster's pay grade for sure. I think this entire conversation was over Monster's pay grade. Well, I was going to say, I can safely say that if, if this question was presented to other people, at no point would they suggest any one of the three of us to be on said arc ship. Nope. No, they wouldn't. No. Nope. That's okay. Maybe, maybe Lauren or one of one of our significant others, just because they really like us. Not mine. Uh. No. <laughs> For the love of God and all of humanity, do not put him on that ship. <laughs> okay, look, so if I got on the ship. You can bet your asses the last thing I would say to you guys as I get on a ship to go flying through space is I need some space. And I would leave. <laughs> you also said flying through spaces. Like <laughs> I, I don't whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but we're gonna pluralize space. <laughs> I I also learned today that the sun never attended college because it already had a million degrees. Mm. Yeah. That's a. I'm going to use that. What did the time traveler do when she wanted dessert? She went back. Went back for, for seconds. seconds. Ah, I figured it out go. at the end. There we go. Why did the cow go to outer space? Why? To visit the Milky Way. It's a cow. Milky. 
you guys should get this one. You guys should get this one. What is an astronaut's favorite chocolate? Hershey's. These are space mm, jokes. Mars. Mars bars. That's right. Yeah, but there's also Milky Way. I, but I said Milky Way already. <sighs> yeah, but that doesn't mean... You can't use the same candy twice. I don't know. Right, go on. You could. <laughs> what do planets like to read? What? Comet books. Not comic. Not comic. Comet books. There it is. There it is. There's the one that makes me hate people. Yeah. I I wasn't I wasn't furious yet. That's the one that did it. I'm just really glad that I could have got you there. You got me there. You got me there. I've I don't like thinking about stabbing people, but here I am. (laughs) So Monster, you got another one? Yeah, I got a good one. Okay. Why can cutlery teleport, but not time travel? It's silverware, not silver win. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got, I got one more. Okay. What do you call a bug in space? Mm. A lunatic. A lunar tick. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay. Uh, so right okay. now, monster is, uh, um, you know, pretending to strangle himself with his microphone cord. Um, he is coming back to life. Um, <laughs> not why like did the astronaut? Go on. <laughs> why did the astronaut take a lot of change into space to pay the parking meteor? Ah. Uh, uh. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't executive decision. Make it make it right now. We cannot do dad jokes next season. This is I... a democracy and we will outvote you. <laughs> Please, I am begging you. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> oh, they make me so hot. Oh, Why don't aliens eat clowns? Because they taste funny. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If, if if it's ever something about why doesn't something eat clowns, it's because they taste funny. <laughs> the the sheer pain, the sheer physical pain we are causing monster makes these jokes worth it. Absolutely. I will happily go on a sixty thousand year space travel if I don't have to hear this crap again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, from all of us at Danger and Sarge, thanks for tuning into the show. Check us out on all of our social media platforms just uh go up that little hit the little uh magnifying glass type in danger and sarge or danger sarge or danger or sarge you can even type in monster if you want if you want to try to find them i mean not gonna come you, up you might find his musings that happen at midnight <laughs> and the, only for four minutes that's as much brain power as he could put into him uh, a few are longer than that the 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 top 10 albums went for like seven yeah oh i I could have went for seven more. (laughs) (sighs) Well, my name is Sarge. My name is Danger. There's Danger. There's Monster. Come on, Monster. I'm just happy to be here. He's happy to be here. Thanks for tuning in. Good night.
Thank you, everybody. Bye. Later. It's over. Done. Done.